Hi, everybody. Oh, hello there. And I wish you a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year's. Welcome back to the Positively Negative Podcast. Where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of positivity in a world that can be quite negative. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble. We're and we're glad, glad you're, you're here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That can stay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're so clever. You see what we did when we said the thing that wasn't the right thing. It makes me smile, though. Thing. It makes me smile, though. I can imagine you smiling at the same time as me smiling about it. Yep. Like, and though your laugh is exactly the laugh. Like we said this last time that if we, if you were just right here, that's, I, it just sounds like yeah. you're here when you do that. It's- sounds crystal clear. Yeah. Cause we run it through that thing, the level of thing. That's one of the things I do like about this voiceover IP thing. It's got some good tools in there for like level, 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 leveling out the audio. Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas. You too, Mass. Uh, New- Merry Christmas. Merry Grimble, and New Year's coming up. Um, we decided that it is the 27th, two days after Christmas Day, that it was probably a good idea to get our uh, keep up with our regular routine because uh, actually this main account has probably made about 70 cents. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That's I do okay. like our service off. is only $10 a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we're in a, We're in a negative equity situation. That's cool. I mean, like, yeah. it isn't cool, but it is cool because, like, at least we see the numbers going up. I can't wait till it gets over like a thousand plays. I think, wow. really, I think, really, once it's like decent microphone and better topics, I think also different locations. I, I really am fascinated mm. by the idea of being, say, like, I don't know, in a pub or a bar or somewhere like, um, you know, one of those YHAs in the countryside somewhere. Like near a crackling fire, I'd love to do a podcast next to a big crackling fire. Uh, that wow. would be the best. Yeah, well, we'll be cracking drinks at least. It's like the well, it's like the modern day. It's like the modern day um, sitting around a fire, isn't it? Like podcasting it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be actually like really the cool. Perfect storytelling space. Somehow, really cool fire. if somebody. Somebody could hand around like a wireless microphone, which had like an SD card in it, and you just like passed it around, and then that became your podcast. Mm. Maybe it could be called Firecast, and you can get it from the QVC shopping channel for twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> can you remember all of those horrible adverts as you led up to Christmas, trying to convince you that it was the toy that you had to buy? I, I don't know what I. Oh, I know where it was. You sent me a. Um, an embedded uh, like tune in a blog, and it was the eighties thing with all the eighties yeah, Christmas. Watch for it. Video. Man, yeah. I didn't. I didn't remember how Brings crazy back, people right? were uh, for Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. I forgot about that. That's a big chapter. That I know. I know it was like people were desperate to get their hands on one because the kids like I have to have this. I have to have this toy. But I had no idea how like feverish people were to get it. Yeah. Well, there was like, there was a, I don't know if that's still the thing now. Maybe kids have more like broad interests or maybe they just like, maybe every kid just got V-Bucks this year. But I don't know what the thing was this year. Like the thing that people were trampling each other over. <laughs> well, interesting. Interesting you should bring up Fortnite actually, because 
I've been seeing uh, reports of Fortnite slowly becoming like a third place. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. You've got like home work and then a third place. So a third place might normally be a coffee shop or somewhere where you go regularly in between like working and home. And right. Fortnite is slowly becoming that for that generation of gamers who play, you know, like they're slowly putting, they're slowly putting other things into that game, which is kind of like, you know, I, I, it's going to be interesting because they've got the money to do it. They could really interconnect the worlds because they've got the perfect environment because we, we started playing Fortnite, but not the, um, not the battle Royale. It was like the actual yeah, game the itself. Mm-hmm. And that story mode is interesting because it, like it does lead you to another part, you know, like we're going over here. And it's, I mean, it's just another map, but like, it's like, we're going to go over here. We need to find this part. And when we do this, we can unlock this. So I was thinking about that. Could it be that you end up having Fortnite wolf, you know, like you pay for your subscription for that, like a season pass, but maybe a season pass will bring you into a whole new game. Like you won't have to install games anymore. It'd just be like a portal into another epic title. Crazy. I mean, I it makes sense because on- they can make infinite money on like customizations and skins. I mean, it, I think it'll just be a Fortnite skinned Second Life. And when you say Second Life to kids, they'll be like, "What are you talking about? That's what Fort Life, Fortnite does." And you're gonna be like, "Fort Life, that's what it'll be. It will be Fort Life. Whoa, Fortnite slip. Yeah, that's what it'd be called. Fort Life. Damn. That's what it's gonna be. That's, it's that's scary. What it's but it is like a natural place f- to interface. You know, you and I were talking about, we were watching the doc play random duos and like mm. how he's getting matched up with these kids. And some of them were like seven or eight and they were just talking like complete adults. They're just used to having those type of interactions, you know, with whoever happens to be on the other side with a microphone. So, I mean, I can't get my head around it. It's just wild. They're just so adapted to it. Uh, analytics firm Sensor Tower says the game is averaging a million dollars a day in player spending, and the firm is projecting that the Android release Fortnite Mobile could earn as five hundred, could as much as five hundred million this year alone. I think. I mean, if I look at some of the figures from the July, one hundred twenty-six million in February, two hundred twenty-three million in March, three hundred million in April. I mean, no wonder they're popping up hundred million prize pop. You know, they've got pools, they've got that much money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know, it's man. There seems to be I money mean- everywhere. Yeah. Just, not in, just not in our pockets. Not for us. <laughs> you need to yeah. become pro Fortnite players, but you need to up your Fortnite game. Come on. I need, um, I need a lot of things. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I need a keyboard. And, I, th- I would love a little keyboard and mouse setup for, um, for fork knife like those little those little playstation compatible ones because it just makes more sense instead of you know upgrading my machine to be this like mega powerhouse of a gaming pc which i still need to be fairly mobile so that doesn't really make very much sense i do enjoy gaming on the playstation but i also i don't know i just it's like my wind down time like i just log on and then i could just get into my assassin mode just like run around. <laughs> they are like saying it's, people. They are saying it's going to be the year of the gaming laptop, as well as the year of the electric car. But yeah, I mean, gaming laptops have got thinner and thinner and thinner, and yet they've still got you know power on them. 
They're pretty beefy. Oh, listen, my dad, my dad is a wise man. And whenever I talk to him about any of this stuff, cause I get like excited, you know, just about technology. Mm. And he's always, he's always said to me, all it takes is money. Like, that's right. <laughs> that's just like the saying in my house. You can have anything. All it takes is money. Sure. That's true. You know, sure. it's just like, sure. if people want to put, if that's what people value in the coming years, then you better believe that someone's going to be standing there ready to offer the, the product. Mm. I do We're going to source it. Yeah. I do, I do miss having with that you, like, like, game time. Mm. Even though we used to play that infuriating game, Paladins. No, no I'm not even going to. Paladins was just too much. In the end, I got so stressed with that. I mean, like when I was on when when I was on a roll with it, and it felt like you got a good server with people you felt like weren't cheating, and you knew you were playing together, and you were both on it, and it was fine. Yeah, it just I went, mean, we played like, for a good year before yeah. it really went downhill, and sometimes we'd play for like five hours straight. Yeah, and we'd just be getting into queues and getting into queues, and yeah, we were winning a lot more then. So. Maybe that's mm. part of it, but it did just start feeling like impossible. Like it became it became one of those games. It became one of those games as well, where every time I logged back in, there was something fucking completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, the the layout of the game was completely different, and the characters were like not who they were before. Just I don't know. You have to keep up yeah. with those things. There's so much like attention mm-hmm. span. They really force it on you on everything digital these days. It's like you know, you're out of the loop if you're not on these games for like a week. Yeah. It must be really difficult for streamers to like keep up and be stay relevant because you're like in the public spotlight, you know? Mm. And it's such a, uh, gaming is such a thing, especially like shooters, it's such a thing that relies so much on muscle memory. So because of like the way that they do these updates, it's almost like learning how to use a unicycle. And then one day you pick it up and like, the tires are different or the pedals are different Mm. or, you know what I mean? So it's like a thing that Mm. you rely on muscle memory for. And then they, they can just for balancing purposes, just shake that all up. So it does become like a thing that's constantly, there is no constant, I guess. Mm. If you want to play at a competitive level, like it's such a game of, of millimeters and microseconds, nanoseconds. You just need stupid response. I mean, yeah. I mean, they've tried to like label it as this athlete thing when really it's just like whoever, whoever's synapses are moving the fastest. And if that means that they have to drink sponsored energy drinks for it, then that's the case. Yeah. Whoever's got that good, good caffeine hit. Yeah. Eyes dilated, blood vessels. (laughs) 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 Gigabit pipes into their arms. I just like, I don't know. I'm just, I maybe have like an old lady approach to gaming. I just, I like, I like being in my old, my own world and being like, that's why I like RPGs. I just like being able to like run, like be on my own path with it. Just be as, as like. Be like water, my friend. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I just like to just do my own thing and like, you know, do side missions or do the main story or maybe just like run around and hunt bears. Just like, just like open world type games where I could just, there's no pressure. Like I have enough pressure in my regular life. Like I guess if you're a full-time gamer, that's your job. So I get it. 
Well, let's be honest. Like open world games didn't used to work. They weren't very good. They they weren't as open world as you thought, and they, and they weren't very big. Now, mm. like games are just like millennia better than they they were when we were kids. Like they they're actually engaging and uh, graphically, you know, nice to look at. They're they're like our modern day art, really real time art. Yeah, and I think um, with with like back in the day you had your cartridge and that's the data that was contained within the game and that's what you had but now with like dlcs and updates it can just be infinite like like expansion packs you know map updates or uh new mm. skins or whatever it's just it can be like this constant thing like maybe fortnite will just end up being like the new amazon prime where you just have your monthly thing and that's just everything forever you're just it's a question mm. um we we let's fast forward to like 2050 and it's possible now that you can buy a add-on for your life like the dlc dale pack what's your dlc dale pack for 2019 look like well for like anything or like or deliverables to my door type of a thing well just imagine it like a dlc for a game right so like you just said there with the game, you get it on a game, you get it on a cartridge, but then you can either subscribe to a whole bunch of stuff. I'm talking like talking like 30 odd years, 31 years into the future. Mm. Um, what, what, what would be the DLC 2019 pack that you would chase well, down for your life? What would it entail? Would it have subscriptions in it? Would it be like, mm, maybe it well, will I, be that. Maybe it'll be I mean, that. Maybe the next gen of DLC, like down the road, like you're talking about, will be you'll actually have to pay to have digital passports to other sides of like this massive map. Like, and if your friends mm. are over there, you have and you want to be able to access that server, then mm. that's you know the EU the EU pass or whatever. Like in this m- mystical world, uh, because I think that's the it, the worlds are just going to be massive, right? They're going to be so sprawling that maybe they'll lock off access to certain places the way that they do in real life, you know, or you can only get into this building on this floor, this nightclub, like, you know, I'm just, I guess I'm still thinking in like second life terms, but Mm. maybe that'll be like, Oh, well, this is the, this is the nature pack. And so you have access to all of the, you know, the top forests and lakes and greenery and farms or, you know, whatever. Maybe Spielberg is right with his whole like VR movie with the whole idea that we'll plug in and we'll do certain tasks or chores to earn credits there that we can use in the what we see as the real world. Yeah, and I think AI will just take care of the rest. Like we'll be interacting on a virtual level and then AI will just be taking care of all our physical needs. Like mm. it'll be shipping us vitamin D when we have a deficiency or, you know... <laughs> It'll turn the, we'll be standing on like a treadmill and we'll just automatically turn that on to make sure we get our steps in the day because our Fitbit says we didn't have enough steps. Like maybe all of our, I've talked about this a little bit in your tube question. Maybe all of our like physical needs will just be offloaded to AI. Just the things to keep a human body running. That'll just Jesus. be like a service plan. Service sounds package. Like most, sounds like most of the pubs around here. Oh baby, <laughs> that's kind of what they're like already. Well, like running, listen, 
fully functioning drones. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing. Those are like the first things. Think about, okay, think about this. If nerds and programmers and that type of culture is kind of, they're always at the forefront of these things. What are the things that they don't give a damn about? What are the first things that they're going to want to offload as soon as uh, like a system or an algorithm can take care of it for them? It's going to mm. be like soylent. It's going to be showering. It's going to be <laughs> hygiene food. And uh, I think it's just going to be the physical stuff so that it frees their brains up for more neural stimulation. Yeah. It's getting maybe. very black mirror in this podcast, but I Can't love it. That. Can't wait for that. <laughs> Cannot wait for that next episode. Absolutely love Black Mirror. I mean, best. yeah, it's going to be so good. They keep reinventing it, which I think is so cool. Like they're not just going to be like, ah, it's Black Mirror. People love it. You can tell that they get a lot of creative satisfaction from reinventing it mm. and bringing something new every time. So that seems really good. But speaking do of we the have, future, yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. do we have topics? I know you yes. have some stuff. Well, well, we can look. I want to look at the future and at the past at the same time because we're time lords. Um, But okay. So I always thought that end of the year stuff was like corny AF, like any end of the year reflection or journaling or like diarying. I'm not like a person who does um, like new year's resolutions or anything, but I do, I think in this past year or so I've really learned the value of reflection instead of just being onto the next thing of like kind of looking back and being like, Oh, these are the ways that I've grown or these are, these are the things that are different. Um, mm. And because I think it, it helps you like defrag the drive and it helps you just close your brain out to start the new year fresh. It's not really about like looking back and being sentimental, although I guess that's a, a bit of it. But I think if you can kind of like just put a pin in it, and be like, and that was 2018, next page. Mm, like, then mm. you don't bring a lot of the stuff with you into 2019. And I guess that's what people talk about when they talk about like fresh starts and things. Mm. But I think mm. I just have this like just constant run on sentence of an existence sometimes, where I sometimes I need to stop and put a, like a punctuation. Like, <laughs> we're done. Next tab. Next space, 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 space. Next paragraph. Yeah. So what you're saying is you need a clean, you need a clean my Dale X app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a total, I need empty trash. I need to clear out the Ram. I need to, any hung applications need to be oh. force quit. Oh, baby. <laughs> I always think of that. When anybody says a hung application, I'm like, dang, uh, what a lucky damn. application. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just need to force quit, babe. You just need That's to force it, quit. So, so I have some like corny and not so corny questions from the internet, um, that were taken from like a bunch of different places because some of them were so dumb. Um, and I thought maybe we could go through a couple. If that's sure. Cool. I don't mind. Yeah, okay. Sure. So the first one is, uh, what are you most grateful for as this year closes out? I think my, I think my health actually, if I'm honest. Yeah. Kind of thankful yeah, I think I think my health has been better in the last quarter than the whole of the rest of the year. Wow. Um, I, I feel like, yeah, I think the first six months were really, really shaky on the on the health front. Um, 
but I've I've felt considerably better in the last three months for sure. That's awesome. Mm. That's so good. And I agree. I feel the same way. I, I realized that my years, because of like going back and forth and seeing you, my years kind of get split because I realize in my mind, I think about chunks of time in terms of what continent I'm on, <laughs> but those split the years in half. So if I really think about the year mm. that c- encompasses both of those, I think I totally agree. I'm so damn healthy. Like I'm so damn healthy. I'm so damn thankful for my health mm, mm, and mm. thankful that like I had a bad injury earlier this year and that took me away from yoga for a long time. And I did not have any idea what yoga meant to me until I couldn't do it, which is, you know, right. with most things, you don't really fully understand what it means to you until you don't have it anymore. And I, w- I was like trying to already start to come to terms with the fact like, oh, I might never do yoga again the same. Just the fact that that's I've been able hard. to do this, like, yeah, that's, this 30-day challenge. Mm. It's something that you really like to do and it's like you're trying to, you're trying to be easier on yourself or convince yourself you know, like, oh, yeah. chances are I'm not going to be able to do it anymore. And then then when you do get that back and you actually go into it, it has such a knock-on effect to everything else that you do. You know, that like, cascade effect of, like, it's your go-to, you know. You can go to it and be like, oh, this is kind of a, a safe mental place for me to mm. frequent. I have that same thing with my computer, really. I think I've always had that. Um, but I know, I know specifically for you, you can get up in a complete blur and as long as you've got that instruction bootloader in your brain where it's like just grab the bottle grab the mat get outside like i can see the bootloader just running as you're throwing your body towards the the if statement and then then you get outside and then when you come back in it's like you've seen the universe you've been around the universe yeah and then you're ready you know the look of like okay i'm ready now i'm i'm in sync with the universe now it really it's really been like so profound for me it's and i've never had any other hobby that is so like that feeds into the other areas of my life so seamlessly and affects them like you know it's one thing if you if you love running or maybe i mean i can't really say what other people's hobbies do for them but for that for, for me yoga really it does like align me mentally spiritually focus wise physically and i need those things to be on point to be able to go mm. out into the rest of my day, you know, to start my work and focus. And in terms of mental health, it's just been, I mean, I've been in like the throes of an insane anxiety attack and just movement and breath work being able to bring me back, you know, without the use of drugs or sedatives or anything. That's like, that's a skill. And that's a, that's a tool that I always have on me now. Like, Nobody mm-hmm. can never take that away from me as long as I can have like a little place to do it. You know, you technically don't even need a mat sometimes. It's like the most beautiful thing that I can have like the knowledge and the muscle memory to be like, okay, let me step through these things. Let me work this out. So mm, mega, mega thankful for that for sure. And I'm I'm thankful I'd that like, you're I'd healthy like, too, you know, that yeah. the people that we love are healthy. And mm. I'd like to such see a, more yeah. places have that, that like yoga like Hell yeah. spaces they have little they have little churches in in airports and things but i don't know if they have like a little dedicated yoga space i know they're doing some of the vip some places where they've got showers and that yeah mm. it really is it's the like perfect a, thing for flying because it's like you, you get so cramped up in those planes mm. i'm sure the staff mm. could use it too 
But um, let me get to the next one. So the next question is, oh, what's your favorite thing that you made this year? So either a creative project or something that you've done for a client. Like, what's your favorite thing that you made? Mm-hmm. Honestly, and this is going to sound lame because it's not really that much of a thing, but just getting that parallel side scroller thing working in Keynote was such a big deal for me. <laughs> I love that about you. I love something like that can make you so happy. (laughs) It was just because I I know nobody else would even consider using Keynote for it. And I just had to know if I could could do it. And it was such a faff to do it. And it was so awkward. And it was a pain in the backside. But it still managed managed to get it doing it. You MacGyvered the hell out of it. That's why. Yeah. There's loads of other stuff. But, like, I tend not to – I don't know why. I don't celebrate client work as much as I should do, really. But – um. Because I don't, I, you know, I don't have that. I don't know why I don't do that, but I don't, I don't celebrate it. I kind of just see it as like dollars and cents kind of thing. But mm. that particular little sideways scroller, and that was a that was a perfect little club, collaboration project because I expected the people whose audio I used on SoundCloud for them to say no. And it was actually two people I needed to speak to. One was the singer uh, and the person, that the, the remixer, the guy who put it together. So I reached out to both of them and said, any chance I can use this? And the, they both came back and said, yeah, not a problem. Just credit us. Uh, what are you going to use it for? And it was just like one of those moments where it was like, yay, that's what I kind of like the internet for when people mm. are like cool and they can see the benefit and they like it. You know, they were like, oh, send us a link when it's done. And I remember sending it to them and they were like, oh, that's cool. And, you know, I don't know. It was just a little, it's just the little things. Little things like that are the things that make me feel like I've still got a brain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think only just recently, well, I think just recently actually I've been really happy with the packaging design that I've been doing. And it's so funny because yeah. that's a client I've had for three years and I mm. didn't, and I had that exact same client mindset that you were talking about up until like, you know, when it was, it was when I put, when I did their, um, their lookbook for 2019. Mm. And mm. I was just because I was able to see everything. It's so funny that I'm, I'm the one who did it, but until I saw it on pages laid out in a certain way, it all came together. Like, Whoa, I did all this. Like, damn, I did do a lot. You know, it, when you're just going from like project to project to project, sometimes with weeks in between, when you don't hear from clients, you just, it's just like, you see the paycheck and you see the money of it. But when I saw it all together, it was like, a little pre-made portfolio and seeing how, how the whole range looked together and, and envisioning the way that it would look, you know, on a shelf somewhere all next to each other. I was like, Mm. Oh, this looks like I'm proud of this. This makes me happy. And it's so funny because like a year ago, maybe more, there was like this big feature with one of the Kardashians and my client was like really happy about it. And they sent it to me and like, that didn't do it for me. I didn't give a damn. <laughs> like mm. it, it's just funny what things kind of like trigger your self-satisfaction or the things that you value. Well, the rate's got to go up from the first of 2019. That's for sure. Oh, I know I need like, I'm going to need some coaching about how to go about. It's kind, of, it's kind of, well, you don't have to do any coaching. You just, you just put up the price. And if they say, Oh, the price has changed, just say, yeah, all my prices have gone in line with inflation. 
Yeah, you know? I have to. See I mean, companies up. companies don't do it. Companies don't send out messages telling you that it's gone up because no, that's when you make the snap decision that you're going to move to another client. So yeah, you just either pay it or you don't. So I think three years is enough. No, I I agree, but I, unfortunately, uh, Upwork is very client centric, and I don't know that I have. I have to just check on the on the interface level. If that's even something I can do. Yeah, you just stop the contract. And then you just change it. You start the contract again. Okay. You stop the contract and then you reschedule, you renegotiate your 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 price for the job. Right. I'm sure like you, you've been using an ongoing contract that you've had for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. If 2018 was a blog post, what would you title it? <laughs> I know. That's a, that's a tough one. Um. Hmm. I don't know, actually. Well, here's um, an alternate question because it was between this and something else. What is what's the first word that comes to mind when when I say 2018? Garbage. <laughs> I think mine is more of like a. <laughs> it's just that gif of word. Star Trek guy. I know. I yeah, think I just, that's the problem. Just, there isn't a word for me. It was just really fragmented. Mm-hmm. It was a really fragmented year. I didn't. I mean, I can't be too. I can't be too mad about 2018. There's lots of highs, not as enough highs, but there was, you know, there was nice moments within it. it bloody hot. It was bloody hot here this year, and and I'm sure there it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, just didn't it just didn't it just didn't tick all the self-reflecting boxes like a normal year does you know yeah i didn't I don't, I don't feel like and maybe that's something to do with the seasons all being different or feeling different but it used to <clears throat> i used to feel that like you went from one season into another and then you were kind of like proactively like oh well, we're going to be in spring and then into summer and i just felt like we've had such extremes of weather Mm. that it's felt it's felt very brash going into those different seasons yeah maybe i just maybe i just got used to the apathetic knowing of the rollover of like into spring and into summer you know uh, and i didn't feel that this year um yeah. so yeah. i'm hoping for a more structured more seasonal more more awareness of the weather mm-hmm. so that i can plan around it a little bit more next year I don't think I, I think I want to be outdoors more this year than ever. Mm, I like that. Like, I just like those, those words, structure and awareness for 2019, mm. because mm. I think if you're not aware, it just kind of takes you. You're just mm. floating through it instead of actively participating in it. That's really easy to do. Unless you act, yeah. you know, actively make a, a, a point not to. So yeah, I see I mean, that. I kind of I kind of get excited by uh years that have a certain structure to them as well. So like for instance, I know this will be another intense kind of year, but I also think that twenty twenty is probably the year that I'm looking forward to, but just because of the way it sounds so science fiction. <laughs> And like the whole idea of like 2020 vision, I just really like the. Uh, maybe it's because I've seen so much promotion, promotional material 
over the last five years building up to it. Like there's so, so many EU projects that I've seen in cities over the last four or five years that are like launching something for 2020 just because of the sheer ring of it. Mm. You know, looking Maybe. at looking at the world with 2020 vision, like just jeez. Oh I'm already but, over but also, it. It's not even 2019 but, yet. But a whole bunch of things that are going to launch in that time period, you know, based on, on the back of that. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, even Elon Musk is supposedly like having it, having a test flight of his spaceship, his starship this year. I mean, that's just like, wow, wow. mind-blowing that we're going to have like a proper spaceship. Like, I mean... I can't get my head around it because we've had shuttles and we've had rockets, but we've never had a spaceship. Like, yeah, not that, not not in the way that you think of spaceships, you know. So things like that, things like that excite me. I, I see 2018, 2019 is kind of filler years, and then the big round zeros. Like, I, I really liked 2010, 2015. I like the the kind of primes. Don't know why. Okay. I'm sure 15 is not a prime, but you get what I mean. No, no, no. Like the, yeah, the round, round numbers or whatever. Round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. If you could write a letter to yourself that would be delivered January 1st last year, what would it say? Mine would be like, sell your Bitcoin bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so when does the letter arrive? The letter arrives I just had the first of the year in 2018, the first day of this this year that has passed. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good. Where question. were we? Where were we? On? I'm trying to remember. Oh, I remember New Year's. I remember us watching that insane British New Year's special show. Oh, what the uh, only four noises? Yeah. No. 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 The <laughs> actual special. Like with the people singing and coming out, it's like a variety show. That's like a like a oh, weird yes, thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, what in the world is this? And then I think I would. I, I think I would. I think what I said earlier on about being outside and a bit more out outdoorsy. But you see, I didn't really have my health. So even if I'd have told myself to be outdoors more, I might have not been well enough to do it mentally or physically. Mm -hmm. Um. That's a tough one because, like, I wanna, I wanna write it based on what I've learned so far, kind of thing. But that that letter would be massive. I th I think it would be the things that I said for next year would be getting outdoors more, um, just being present and not letting the the days run past mm. or overwhelm me, and actually, you know, have more order and structure to how many hours I get having a day and what I'm trying to achieve with them. And be very measured about it rather than just like throw myself at it instead of just having junction points of like birthdays and oh summertime and this like have something more you know more achievable goals there's things that I've wanted to do for years and I've started to like just skirt the edges of them this year and I would say in the last three months like really put structure to them but I would have liked to have had three or four big things that I'd achieved this year. And I feel like I, I might be able to do that in a short period of time next year because of like spending so much time self-reflecting on it. Um, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. That I think just more structure, just literally like 
I think what I, what happened in January is I, I coasted a bit too much for a couple of couple of weeks because of um, how good 2017 December was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, and I think if I had structure, if I sent a letter back to myself and said to myself, make sure you're outdoors more, breathing more, exercising more, more clarity, change of scenery, that kind of like inspires me in a different way. I can sit around and I can be on my computer and I can work for clients and have dreams and things that I want to achieve. But I think it only really volumizes and comes into clear context when I'm out, when I'm breathing, when I'm in nature, yeah, like triggers it. I agree. Cause I come back and I'm on a sketch, I'm in a sketch pad and you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, like, Ooh, I can't wait to get back to my, can't wait to get back to the machine to write that stuff down right. and either execute on it or like, it's that excitement. It's maintaining that excitement instead of like convincing myself I should just put it off. Yeah. Too many things we put off in life, you know? Yeah. And like nature has this very unassuming way of letting you be your own stimulus instead of us mm. having like noise coming in from devices and us having to weed through that in order to listen to ourselves or have our own ideas. Cause I feel like when I'm at my machine or on my phone, I'm in a more passive state. Like uh, I'm in a more just like information is coming at me type of, you know, like rested passive state instead of me being f creatively forward. I feel like that's something yeah, creative, I like that nature really allows you to do. I think I feel sometimes that both of us have skills that we don't use enough. Like it, you know, we haven't even touched on yet the way we are when we were together in a group of people. Like remember when we get, went to that like startup party thing in New York, mm -hmm. you went back and got changed and I was working on a laptop at the bar. We went across there and we're just like smoothing the room and everything. There's like, there's like skills that we both got that we don't use. Like you've just done this lookbook, but quite easily you could be the woman importing the the stuff and going around the shops and selling the lookbook mm. and the products and everything else like there's skills that i know you have that you don't get to yeah. use on a daily basis and i think it's only when you're outdoors in those situations can those environments like breathe mm. like you can sit at home and be like oh, i want to do this and but you have to be out in public spaces around people to just get a sentiment analysis of where the general population's at otherwise you, you just you can kind of convince yourself that you're the only person who understands what you want, like to be sold, you know, I, mm. I want to buy this because that will provide me my modicum of a life. Whereas actually I think when you're out and about with people, it kind of like makes you realize how much structure you've got in your life, mm. but you might not, you might not be sharing it. I think it's, I think it's a shared thing. It's all very well having all the answers, but unless you're applying them and then, and kind of delegating some of that mental mental health power to other people around you, then it, it's kind of a bit self-serving. And, and I think that goes flat after a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to develop like an echo chamber in terms of like thought patterns, even if they're negative, even if they're not negative, even if they're just your regular thing. I've always been somebody that appreciates like external input, external stimuli, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, you have to have it. You have yeah. To, sometimes to break you out of the funk. Yeah. You know, be, because your positivity sometimes can trap you in a in a state of negativity as well. Yeah. Like you can literally be a plus and minus battery based on like information that we take in the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. What think else? We've got one more myself. question before we finish up. Oh well. Okay. Um. I don't think. Oh, I did you not that. do yours yet? Nope. 
but it's okay. I'm kind of over that question. I agree with a lot of what you were saying. Like <laughs> you were, ju- you were just sitting there like, yeah, okay, Phil. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, well, I'll answer this one first then. Um, what did yes. you spend too little time on and what did you spend too much time on? Um, something that I spent too much time on, I think I have to answer this truthfully for the first half of the year, but I was able to bring it back was like, I didn't realize how much time I was spending on food until I started to do like meal prep. I know meal prep somehow comes up in every damn podcast, but it really did just like change my whole, (laughs) my whole brain around and my week around and my finances around in terms of food. Mm. So I, now Mm. that I have that down to such a science and now that this week was Christmas and it's, this is literally my first week that I'm not doing meal prep since July. Um, wow. I real I'm realizing Big. like, whoa, that is just like it, that just, it, it makes me lament for the hours that I didn't spend being organized <laughs> this year mm. in terms of meal prep. So I would say I've spent way too much time for the first half of the year on, um, food and something that I spent too little time on. Um, I don't, I, I didn't, I, I'm upset that I haven't done enough, like, of my own creative projects. And that's really hard when you feel like you're in survival mode. It's like, I'm never going to say no to a client when, you know, bills have to be paid and then be like, but I'm going to go over work over here on my other thing that might make me money in some dimension sometime. Like, you know, mm. it just becomes like a immediacy based thing. But, um, that's something I really want to flip on its head in 2019 is like, getting things up that are residuals based for me so that it fills in the gaps when clients are not consistent or go dark. So yeah. what do you think? What is something that you spent too much time on and something you didn't spend? Enough? Um, I think I, I spent too much time on being frustrated that I didn't have up to date technology. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that I really tackled head on that I've, I've always been that way. I've always wanted to have the latest and greatest of stuff. If I had the money, like money comes in, money goes out. My dad always said to me, you'll never have any money. And he wasn't wrong, but he doesn't, he probably didn't understand the, the, the job or the rationale behind it of like the upgrades to allow you to still be to tender and stuff. But I think I focused far too much on like, or like blaming the technology wasn't up to date yeah. that I couldn't at least start something. That's just and super then honest. I think I super honest. Yeah. Self-reflective. Yeah. That's cool. So I think I spent too much time um not getting the most out of what I already had. Mm. Um and that that's not to say that I was just trying to focus on you know upgrading or getting money in to be able to do that because it's been really kind of rough on the work side of things in some ways. Um but I've I've kind of started to change that up i reckon in the last three months or so in terms of like okay i can i can do the the jobs have changed the jobs that have come in have changed which Mm. is refreshing has been refreshing cool but i'm 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 more determined next year to instead of focus on the things that i would like to be better to really squeeze the the most out of what i've already got you know that's awesome that's really cool. And I think it, with technology in particular, when you already have a frustration mindset, everything that goes bad is such a pile on like, wow, you know what you could, it's so easy to just let it all come back to that first main point of frustration where as like, if you can 
make peace with that in whatever way. Um, that's really cool. And it's almost like adopting your, your mentality about like food and food waste to mm. technology. Like, oh, man. you know, like I had no food. I had very little food, uh, available to me like before Christmas day. Mm. And it's been amazing that just going out and going to a place, go hanging out with other people and you don't, you know, you don't see the waste on the background of it but like once you've once you've optimized and cut down a lot like seeing a big buffet spread and then seeing like coleslaw and mashed potato and like cakes and stuff being you know going to be thrown away and i'm like no i can't let that happen because i i will eat this it's food like that has been something that's been building up for me for a long long time and it's starting to get to a head now where it's like all right how do i how do i make the next step on that how do i set up my own food kitchen how do i how do I like really live what I what I I truly believe mm. needs to be something that pass you pass it on to somebody else? I want my daughter to feel like that. I want her to know that she has opportunities in her day, in a month, in a year where she could do something a little bit differently, not to just make her feel good that she's taking part and doing her bit, but also when she does have a, a lull moment that she can get to squeeze the most out of it. Mm. Like and realize that, oh, maybe I need to put that sandwich in my bag or maybe I'll like take a couple of those for something else. Like there's something that happens when you're proactive about life like that, I think anyway. Yeah. Or it served sure. me well anyway, put it that way. I agree. Um, I think we're going to close this up okay. because it's coming up to seven and uh, seven o'clock here. And I think we'll do the other podcast tomorrow because got to be ready for a MSP waves. Oh yeah. Uh, MSPwaves.com show in about an hour's time. And I want to get this like uploaded and sorted and everything else. Yeah. If that's yeah. cool with you. Yeah, yeah. It's got I a mean, back to back in it. it oh too yeah, much of a for rush. sure. For sure. And we're gonna not have voices by the end of the night either. So I gotta gotta protect yeah, that's correct. vocal cords. Oh baby. Vocal cords. You know what I thought about earlier today. I, now. <laughs> I was I was thinking about I was thinking about like, because I've got a whole bunch of films for us to watch. Like as soon as you get here, so I'm really excited about that. Um, but uh, I think we've both grown together, even though we've been apart. I think we've both grown yeah. together as a couple as well. Well, yeah, like, because this year. if you think about the months, like I've, I, out of the, out of 2018, actually we were only together three months, which right. is like wild to think about. I, I honestly didn't frame it until I was thinking about these, these pictures. So, uh, these questions. So the, for that, for, for saying that that has been the case, I can't believe like a number one, that that's the case, but B um, I think, I, I don't know. I feel really good with where I'm at. I think I'm really happy with where I'm at as like a person, my mental state and being kinder to myself and being more measured about things. That's freaking awesome. Being, yeah. That's freaking awesome. I just like, I like myself good. recently, you know, Yay, that's I wicked. Say probably for the first 29 years. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to hear. Yeah, it's good to hear. Maybe just with age, too. Makes me feel. You just settle yeah. into like, you settle into your person. I felt like, real quick, I know we're wrapping up, but I just felt like what I knew about myself, or if somebody tried to 
if somebody asked me to describe myself, it'd be like describing, it'd be like hearing about another person, third person from somebody else. Like, Oh, they're like Mm. this, like these very superficial descriptive things. They like this, they, you know, they look like this, but I felt like this lately, it's just been the difference between like hearing about yourself from somebody else and actually meeting yourself. Like when you meet somebody and you look into their eyes and you feel what their like vibes are, their aura, there's a dip. There's like mm. a a different third dimensional aspect, and I'm just feeling more comfortable with whoever the hell that person is. I think that's the food thing. I think the food yeah. thing has been. Most, I think you're right. I think because because you got to think about it. I mean, effectively, based on everything we know about the environment and all the issues with plastic and everything else, basically a lot of the food that we sucker ourselves into just being, you know, fuel. Is actually poisoned us, yeah. In in a lot of ways, it's just such you know? apathy fuel. Um, it's such it's just, right, yeah. And I think you're eating cleaner. I think you're more organized. I think being present when food time is going to happen and when it will be, and having to like have a structure to that. Mm. I mean, it's had a knock on effect with your work. You would you would have not found it so easy to put a, a lookbook together as cleanly as that in that that time period. No, no. I, and when it was required of me, I did three weeks worth of work in five days. Like when the client was like, and we need it. And I was nobody like, does that. I was there. And that's, I'm really, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the focus that I had. Oh, and I was not even at my own home. I was on the road. I was with a dog. Like it was wild. I think about it. Now, have you asked like, the f- Who the hell are you? Who does that? Have you asked, have you asked for a copy of that book? You should ask uh, for a copy. Oh, like the printed version? Mm, yeah mm. i uh i don't know that it's even been printed yet but i do have like obviously have all the full print files um i think it was it was kind of meant to be an ebook but anyway i think you sh- i think you should always have that on you so that when you're on the plane and stuff you can be like reading through it and people are like oh that looks amazing is that the in-flight thing no it's not actually here's my card <laughs> oh my i God. do <laughs> i should put it in with the sky malls like have a That's bunch what of what i'm saying <laughs> The, the folder that's what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Kardashian used it too. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, you better believe Maybe. we're gonna get on that uh, that meal prep tip hardcore when we're together, and I'm so yeah, stuck to like I'm down. our powers down. combined with that. This is gonna make down. So, yay! Happy yeah. New Year! Um, happy New Year's! <laughs> we'll probably do another one by then. But all right. Um, thanks everybody who's been listening. We we probably average anywhere between like fifteen and twenty like different listens. When we put stuff up, we'd love to get messages from you or feedback. Um, on the outro, you'll get all the details for that. So thanks for yeah. tuning in. Hope you had a great Christmas. Yeah. And uh, we'll probably catch up with you before the new year as well. All right. Bye, friends. Bye, everybody. You can support the show by heading to anchor.fm slash positive and clicking the support this podcast button or by checking out any of this week's sponsors. Subscribe to Positively Negative wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can hang out with us on Discord by visiting smarturl.it forward slash talkback. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yay! Bye!